Okay, we're going to jump right back in, get another episode done. This one's more personal. I'm going to call this one Scarface Joe. This one's about my Uncle Ephraim. People knew him as Scarface. He had a, a scar went from his eye all the way across down to his lip. You know, prominent scar on his face. Everybody knew him as Joe or Scarface Joe. Sold a lot of heroin in the central part of Fort Worth, South Fort Worth. Okay, remember the subject is greed. We've been talking about that treachery and that greed. And it knows no lines, you know. There's a lot of different ways that people get caught up in it. And that's what I want to talk about. So, I saw my uncle go from rags to riches, okay. He got out of prison and was working. I remember with my uncle, he always had to drive Cadillacs. That was a big thing with him, you know. When I asked him why he had to drive a Cadillac all the time, he said, y'all, y'all drive Chevys and Fords. I drive a car. So that was his answer. But it seemed like after he got his Cadillac and he, you know, met up with some people and started selling again, you know, little, little at a time. And then he met somebody else. And before you know it, he was making a lot of money you know it was nothing to make 30 40 grand a week and this was in the 80s that's a lot of money it's a lot of money now but okay so look he would try to let some of his family help him and uh so he let a few nephews help or get involved or one of them anyway and this dude got greedy wasn't satisfied with what he was making you know that's the way it is you know you always think you're worth more so he set something up you know he knew there was some money and some dope in the trunk of the car and he called somebody else and they went and got it you know this is the deal it doesn't matter if it was all profit or pay whatever the people it comes it comes from they want payback because they don't like the fact that you're burning them or you're burning people they supply to. That just doesn't go, okay? So that was another similar deal. They sent for some people from Mexico. These guys were from Mexico. And my uncle, another uncle, Sam Ramirez, he told me, he goes, say, Bobby, because, see, they thought that I had something to do with it. Because it just so happened that same weekend that these dudes did this hit on my uncle. Oh, I didn't know nothing about it. But I had been out, and I had made some money. So I come over, and I got hundreds, you know. And, uh, I, you know, the, so they thought the worst, you know. Anyway, they get my cousin... This is a few weeks, maybe a month has gone by, and he's still working with him. You know, he's still working with my uncle, but they pretty much know he's got something to do with it because not too many people knew what was going on. So they call him to the motel room and uh, to drop off or pick up, and uh, they sit him down. 
and that dude from Mexico starts questioning him and he pulls that gun out and you know they're not playing I told you it makes no difference the family you know and uh, he spilled his guts let me tell you something that dude he shit on himself okay literally he did and um, he told he said yeah I called this guy and he came and got it and they said what about Bobby did Bobby have anything to do with it and he said no he, he didn't know anything he don't know nothing about it you know like I say I had some money but anyway so okay so now they told the truth they let him go but they gave my uncle the the choice said look man you're going to take care of this you're going to kill him and everybody else involved or we will well of course she didn't do anything because they were family it was his nephews you know so you know <clears throat> one of the last times i saw him was see when all that happened and, and like i say i had a bunch of money around that same time and uh they he kind of thought that i had something to do with it so he kind of like stopped messing with me and i'm like you know i said man i ain't got to steal from you you know i make my own money and uh so that's cool and i i stayed away from him well i came home one day and uh he was there at my apartment up there talking with my uh, uh, my wife with connie and uh i just walked in and said what's up you know and, and he said sit down you know so we just sat down and and you got to know my uncle you know people came to him he didn't go to people and he didn't apologize and he didn't apologize to me then either but he just said you know we found out that it was these two you know and they said you didn't have nothing to do with it i said i told you i didn't you know he goes i know he goes all right well you know i just want to let you know i'm, I'm still around or whatever i'm like all right so that was it and i explained everything to connie what had happened and uh and she knew, she knew I didn't do nothing because I always told her what I did and she knew where I'd got that money from. Anyway, so, well, like I say, about a week later, he refused to do anything. Well, a little time went by and, and he made it clear that he wasn't going to do anything to his nephews because they were around and he could have. And uh, so then people got his nurse, he had a nurse to inject him drugs in him all the time different various spots on his body because he couldn't he didn't have any more veins in the regular places so they put a bunch of cocaine or something in one of his shots and blew his heart up you know so that was it you know debt paid